Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I'm Ryan. This week we are covering Playdate News. Indie Games of the Week. And Season 1, Week 11 releases. Alright, thanks for listening. Let's get started. Speaking of starting, there was just a new patch. Yay! Uh, Playdate OS patch 1.12.2 was just released. We got a patch last week that broke a bunch of sideloaded games. So this one unbreaks the sideloaded games. So that's just a quick... Quick news note, uh, upgrade, update your playdate. Get those games going. Um, also, quick quick note, is that all of our indie games of the week we put into a big uh, community playlist, I guess, on Itch. So that they've all been added to this Itch list. So you can see them all. Um, they're not really ranked. All I did was anyone, any of them that had yellow art, I moved to the top because it was more aesthetically <laughs> pleasing. That's the only thing I did. You were serious uh, about that. I didn't realize that was actually the case when you said that in Discord. I thought you were just donning us. Well, I had I had Tochi <laughs> up there. I still might because you like it so much, but there's no yellow on it. And I was like, oh, I kind of like Tochi, it a little more pop. SN Studios, them. get on the yellow. Yeah. Add that frame. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for doing that, Don. That, uh, totally. It looked like a, a lot of work, and I appreciate it. That is very too bad. cool. But cool there's also notes on each on each game that says yeah. which episode we talked about it and who talked about it. So if you oh want to hear more about a certain game, just look at the little note there and you can hop on to whatever episode it was to hear more. Don, you're too good to us. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Tenchi, or was it Tochi? Tochi. Tochi, Tenchi, Tochi, Tochi. 2. The Sushi, second yes. of the Tochis. Yeah, you want to give us an update, Ryan? I know you're I- dying over there. I do, I do. Here we go. Okay, Tenchi Tochi Tochi Two. <laughs> tochi Corner. So excited. Here. Yes. Uh, Senchi uh, got an update, and there's a number of fixes and some new stuff. Uh, we'll include the link to it in the show notes for today's episode, of course. But it says there is a new use case for the pickaxe. Rocks will now be breakable. New sound effects. New tiles and. One of the new line items is in Morse code, and yeah, I demorse coded it, and okay. it says new rooms. So look out, oh. Tochi tours! There's new stuff to explore in this update. Boobity boop boop boop. Tochi update over. Oh my gosh, we forgot our bumper. Boobity boop 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 boop. We're oh, in the news and notes section. Damn, I thought we were in the clear. Okay. <laughs> if you want your game mentioned every week, just make Ryan's favorite game and then update it, and it'll be mentioned on every episode. episode. It's, it's, Tochi is probably the most frequently mentioned game on this podcast, isn't it? It has I to be. I believe so, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. You're welcome, yeah. SN Studio. Speaking of a lot of work, though, uh, yes. I did want to point out that uh, one of our wonderful listeners has made a spreadsheet of our game rankings for season one, and uh, that is available in the Discord under our season one rankings channel. So it if is you would pinned. like, it's pinned, even. So check it out. Uh, so cool. So yeah. big thanks, big props go out to Fecto Factor 13. Thank you so much for doing that. And not only is it listed in a spreadsheet, but it's also, uh, how would you say, averaged? So that mm-hmm. if you want to see how Don and Nick and my rankings stack up when averaged and what we think is the best game, if you mashed our heads all together, that's there too. <laughs> It's interesting. One of these, because they're all next to each other, I noticed one of Nick's top game is Ryan's bottom game. I don't know if I noticed that before. Yeah, I I have noticed that all along since uh, revealing that game. And I keep watching every week to see if it goes up or down and it remains at the bottom. So there's some some vice versa, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit. Yeah, not a whole lot of dead center ones, but a couple that are close. Yeah, anyway, yeah. really cool. Thank you, Factor Factor 13, for doing that. Yes. And you can indeed. click on the top of the columns and all that uh, to sort it. It's really, really fun. It's really I guess cool. you wouldn't need to. I guess I didn't scroll over far enough to get the uh, sorted rank. I was oh, I clicked on it up, different columns. You know. uh, speaking of different columns, this is not yeah. a segue that works very well. But <laughs> Art 7 is finally out. The word Art 7 oh, times yeah. is finally out from uh, Leadbetter Games. It's on itch. Let me pull up the page. It's only a few bucks, I think. But this is one I, I had my eye on for a while. Same. And didn't really know what it was. Just like an art gallery you keep in your pocket. And 
are we are we talking about it now or are we talking about it on a different episode that's something we should have talked about before the show <laughs> we really but, should uh, have riveting really podcasting <laughs> yes but uh well i will say if this wasn't given a, a review copy was it given to us i think it was it was yes copy. so thank you to uh led better for the review copy yes but if it was not this probably would have been my uh indie pick of the week anyway because it is a cool idea and there's a meta game to it so there you're not is. just walking around looking at art there's a little more going on there pretty interesting so I... definitely worth a look well are we are we talking about this or are we not talking about it I mean, this this is this has got to be an indie pick of the week some week, right? Like we can dive yeah. into okay. this a little yeah, deeper. Yeah. All right, maybe... go a little meteor. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. we'll just say it's out. It's it's worth it's worth a look. Okay. Cool. And it's an indie I pick agree. of the week contender, and there's a demo too. I guess the demo <laughs> is still up. Uh, sometimes people pull the demos down when the full game launches, but this mm-hmm. has both. So take a look, see what you think. Worth a look. And we'll have nice. to explain this maybe. Dying to talk with you all about it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> soon wow it was released on 7 7 at 777 <laughs> beats hmm nice. what is that 777 minutes into the day i don't know <laughs> i don't know that's pretty neat though that's, that's yeah. too deep for us Makes that's, sense that's for a art commitment. game though yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh also i really dropped the ball on this one we were also given review codes for playtime which is a collection of 40 weird clocks for the play date. Oh, and awesome. I hope, I hope to talk about this one a little more too, but I didn't realize it was released. I just thought it was like, oh, this is this is cool, man. I, it looks pretty finished, so let us know when you... I emailed them, hey, let us know when the game's out. He's like, oh, it came out five days ago. <laughs> so I felt like a jerk. But this is by Ooh, Adam's Immersive. Um, I went ahead and tweeted once I realized my mistake. But... uh it is pretty cool. Yeah, there's all these different clocks. This is like the gold standard for how settings, settings menu should be done on the Playdate. Yeah. It's a separate, it's like a separate chapter, a separate app, I guess, built into the, the Playdate, like a separate menu option. And then it's got all these different features. And I love the way uh, the settings work. I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool to- tool anyway, all these different clocks. But on top of that, I hope more, more settings get added into the menu instead of just that little pop-in menu that's mm-hmm. fine but it gets a little a little uh too full the little play date menu or too limited too like i feel like people yeah. feel like they're limited so they only put one or two options in there whereas playtime puts like a million settings in there nice you can really dig in and, and customize it so well i hope uh, more games do this I've, I've been following this one for some time so uh i'm looking forward to digging into that one some of the clocks I have, <laughs> I watched the uh, Destination Playdate YouTube video for this, mm-hmm. uh, for Playtime. I keep wanting to call it Playdate. I'm glad I did because some of the clocks, I didn't really understand how they work, despite the lengthy descriptions. <laughs> and he kind of spells out a few of them on the uh, YouTube video. So I'll have to put a link in the show notes for that. Some of the clocks I still don't understand, um, <laughs> especially this, like the different animal body parts that get jammed together. I don't know. Over yeah, my it, head. It, it took me a little bit to decipher uh, some of them. Like I didn't even mm-hmm. realize they were clocks at first, like the terrain that looked kind of like an RPG game or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but once you get it, it's it's a neat little revelation. So mm-hmm. good work on that. And uh, with all that said, I think that brings us to the boop 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 indie games of the week. Nick, you want to start us off? Shove it, Ryan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. That's that's the name of my game. It's you really are it. ready to replace me. <laughs> <laughs> Shove It is uh, a cool little puzzle game. And cool. uh, it's as with many of the games that I've highlighted, it's uh, it's kind of pulpy. Um, meaning it was it was made in pulp, but uh, it's really fun. So uh, I don't know. Ryan, have you played some of the dragon quest games where there are static tiles on the floor that zip you forward and you have to find the right tile to stand on to get to the exit that you want to achieve no that sounds like it was made after dragon's quest 2 <laughs> uh yes um <laughs> i think the earliest example is dragon quest 4 but there might have been some okay. in 3 anyway interesting um 
Well, this game is very similar to that, which you'll have no frame of reference for. So that failed spectacularly. But um, the deal is... Maybe our listeners will know. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe our listeners have played games after 1990. (laughs) Each each room in this game is uh, composed of different tiles on the floor. And there are switches which kind of line the walls or different spaces throughout. And your character has a certain number of moves uh, in which they must uh, go through the entire room or in a particular order so that they can reach the exit. Uh, You have exactly enough moves to do that in a particular prescribed way. And if you fail to do that, then you're thrown back to the menu. um, And then there's a bug. But (laughs) if if you don't hit the bug... Um, it's extremely satisfying. So it's it's got a great difficulty curve. Um, it starts off pretty simple, and uh, it adds new uh, types of tiles and ways to move your character. Uh, some of those arrows are static, uh, meaning that you can't change their direction. Some of them you can with the switches, which line kind of the perimeter or center of any given room. Um, so I found this to be a lot of fun, and it's a great little puzzle game. The bug that I mentioned is kind of uh, weird. It's not even, I would say, in the realm of annoying. It's just kind of strange. Um, it'll tell you, hey, you, you failed to complete this in a certain number of moves, and then you're thrown back to mm-hmm. the, the menu, and then it'll say it again. That's all. Um, so <laughs> it's not the end of the world, but uh, it certainly does bring to your attention that you messed up. <laughs> Message Which, message Infinite Star and see uh, if she can fix yeah, it. Yeah, I, I have meant to. I have, have not had a chance. But um, I've been too busy playing Shove It. So yeah. uh, if that sounds appealing to you, um, give it a look. I, I think it is uh, a really cool game. And I believe it is totally free. Um, it is totally free. And it looks like it was also made as a week-long solo game jam. Does that mean mm-hmm. that... Audrey Goo decided to take a week and make a game, I'm guessing. But uh, anyway, it sounds really cool from your description. I love I love me a puzzler, and this sounds like a yeah. cool puzzler. Um, I would a, say check it out. It says retrospective devlogs about the project are forthcoming. So maybe we will know more if it was a single person game jam. Mm-hmm. Hey, Did Nick, you guys I ever actually... play? Oh. Go for it, Don. <laughs> Do you ever play Tomb of the Mask on mobile? No. If if listeners, if you've played Tomb of the Mask, the gameplay is similar. Huh. Okay. <sighs> All these post nineteen ninety references. I have a pre nineteen ninety reference I want to okay. ask you about, Nick. <laughs> okay. Do you remember uh that little tomato game on Game Boy? Was it called Quirk, I think? Quirk. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. Googled that too. Yeah. The, it's a little different, but sort of looks and sounds like that, maybe, is it? Do you think? Or no, no. I, I haven't played Quirk, so oh, you've downloaded it and not played it. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> no, you can't download Quirk. Quirk. I wish you could. <laughs> Quirk. No, Quirk is a little different. Quirk, you're you're rotating uh, obstacles to get through a maze. This is a little uh-huh. different. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of more like Bobo Collect then. Okay. Um, yes. Like hmm. eh, I guess yeah. Yes, so- yes, it is because you use the crank to rotate stuff. Yeah. Neither one of I mean none of these three games are that similar besides you're going through right. amazing, I guess. <laughs> they are puzzle games broadly. Yes. <laughs> so they're all fun. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yes. Um so Don, tell us about your game. Shove it was the game <laughs> Nick was just talking about. My yeah. game this week is is the big release. Mm-hmm. I I decided I had the most to say about this one. So I'm going to talk about Necro Crisis from the strangest.io. Uh, this was the game that was teased on Tiny Yellow Machine and then unveiled on Tiny Yellow Machine this week and came out this week. So for 666, it is a on-rails shooter. So in the vein of a Time Crisis or House of the Dead, you're going through a uh, graveyard shooting zombies and you use the D-pad to move your cursor and use the crank, cranking it clockwise shoots uh, and cranking it backwards reloads counterclockwise reloads so you're trying to be quick and you can't reload until your clip is empty that is maybe my one knock as being a shooter fan 
is that I'm constantly wanting to top off my clip. Anytime there's a, mm-hmm. a moment of downtime and you can't do that. You got to empty the clip. Um, but it's a, uh, the graphics are really cool. There's like all these different layers. I, I don't know. Ryan uses whatever the word is for lots of different layers. He uses it a Parallax. lot. Relax. Parallax. Parallax yes. as I push my glasses up my nose. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Parallax uh, scrolling and uh, depth and whatnot. So there's lots of different sizes of zombies and sizes of tombs and sizes of trees and whatnot. So it's got a really nice uh, depth of field and whatnot. And you have like this weird pulsating heart bone body <laughs> chunk thing that is your life bar. Yeah. And so if you don't shoot a zombie fast enough, it'll shoot back at you and then your life chunk bar Zombies goes down. Well known for shooting. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um there it's basically narrated by Duke Nukem, but he has lots of quips and one of them is uh I'm giving my best Duke Nukem impersonation. So very tongue in cheek and yeah, it just feels like nothing else that's on the play date, and it's cool to see them trying something so far out of the box from what you would expect to be playing on the play date. But this also brought on this like high score chase on all on our <laughs> Discord, on the other on the official Discord. So there's a contest going; you can win a T-shirt and a stuffy or something. But it's just a cool, fun high score chasing uh, game. So mm-hmm. it gets faster and faster as you go. I'm still very bad at it, but they're very, very quick with the uh, updates. It already got a, a huge update, like a day or two after it came out hmm. with more. The biggest thing is that it has more sensitivity speeds now. So you can really move the move the cursor. Uh, initially, the cursor was still pretty slow. You need the fastest speed, but now mm-hmm. it can top out at a too fast of a speed. And so nice. my my first high score after the update was way higher than my best high score before the update. So anyway, I just thought this was like a really interesting out of the box release. So yeah. happy to see I, something like this on the play date. Yes. Nick, believe sorry, it or I not. Keep, keep stopping you. Yes. Believe it or not. I actually downloaded and tried this game. Hey, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Once spit out my water, <laughs> but it was, it was prior to any updates though. So I uh, oh. haven't been back, but um, yeah, I thought it was very fun as well. So, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, on-rail shooters, like gun shooters, those kind of mm-hmm. things. And uh, it's been a while since I've played a, a good one. So I um, thought this was a neat little treat. I was kind of wanting Ryan to try it because of his high score chasing on other games. And I cannot find a comfortable way to hold the play date while playing the game. So I've tried it. If the case is on, sometimes I'm cranking and hitting the case. So I take the case off, but then I feel like it's digging into my hand. Like the case, I'm used to it being a little beefier and fitting my hand a little more comfortably. So it gets uncomfortable after a game or two. So I don't know like what the move is here. Huh. Yeah, I, this is one I did not download and I did not play. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't, you know, tickle the Ryan fancy, um, yeah. you know bunch of shoot 'em up zombies. I just felt like, eh, I don't know if I need that in my life. <laughs> like, yeah, we need like, I like the crisis or something. Re- relaxing puzzlers and uh, mm-hmm. quirky quirkiness of most of the season one releases like that, that that's more my speed. Uh, the only shooters that I really enjoy are the ones that are like less realistic. Like you're shooting in a carnival or something and you have targets mm-hmm. or um, like maybe NES Duck Hunt is about the most graphic that I would prefer. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. I've definitely been shying away from gun games the past couple of years. Just yeah. want a little bit of an escape. But, yeah. uh, I mean, they are zombies. I, I get that. But anyway, if you, the listener, have a comfortable way to hold the play date and move the cursor at the same time, please take a picture and send it to me. Um, our our socials are in the in the show notes. My hand will thank you. I'm about to put on one of those like padded, maybe like a ski glove or something. Yeah, wear like a work glove. Like yeah, one of those. I can yeah. do that. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what can... kind? Oh, yes. I was going to say, maybe you could uh, mount it to your wrist like the power glove. Now you're no? talking. <laughs> okay, then, anyway. Yeah. My, my indie pick of the week. Here we go. Yes. What games uh, are having? That one went really well. <laughs> Maybe you could yeah. edit that one Let's out. Edit Don. that one out. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. My indie pick of the week is Avava, Aveva, however you want to say it. But Don mentioned this an episode or two ago when he was talking about the play jam. And uh, when I happened into it, you know, that sort of rang some bells for me. So I did download it and I did play it and I had a lot of fun with it. <clears throat> um, so basically, uh, as Don mentioned before, the letters in the title of the name are up, down, up, down, up, and they spell out Aveva. And you are presented with eight characters, uh, one arrow pointing to the left, down, up, and right, except one of those directions are missing in those eight arrows. And you've <laughs> got to figure out which one that is and press it quickly. And if you can do that five times before a particular timer runs down, you are awarded with more points and you get to continue on. There's a little loose story to the whole thing. You're trying to appease these gods. And if you can find these runes, the left, right, up and down, uh, that you're trying to seek, then they will have mercy on you. And if you do not find these runes, then they get upset. So um, I really like this concept. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really fun, really addictive. However, I do have some thoughts, uh, after playing for a while, um, there's somewhere in the literature, either on the itch page or on the game itself, where it talks about sort of getting into this like meditative mode. And I did find that I found myself just sort of like not reading letter for letter, symbol for symbol, but rather mm -hmm. just sort of scanning and intuiting what is not there in a very fast way, um, which was surprising to me. So as I got better, the game stayed the same. So I wish that there was some sort of ramping up of difficulty, like the timer is always the same, but maybe if you gave, uh, if we, the player was given less time as you progress through the game, and then that would really start sort of a high score challenge uh, type of play. Whereas right now I was playing for probably about 20 minutes and I still did not stop because the difficulty did not ramp up. It never became a big enough challenge. So I know that this was done in a week. Uh, I think it's a fantastic concept. I super hope that this is developed even further um, so that difficulty can ramp up and it will, uh, I think, have a little longer legs than it does right now. Have either of you downloaded and played Avava, Aveva, Baviva, Baviva? I mean, you know, I have because I I liked it. This was maybe my favorite game from the Play Jam too. I really cool. enjoyed this one. I hope I hope the dev goes further and and fleshes it out. I think you could replace the character sprite with Wario, and it would be a really great WarioWare kind of one of the longer <laughs> mini games, not a micro game from any of the mm. WarioWare series. Downloaded but not played, guys. Sorry. <sighs> All right. So Don, uh... <laughs> <laughs> actually. Nick. Actually, Don, I, I am curious about your thoughts. Did you have any uh, suggestions for how to flesh this game out further beyond um, uh, ramping up the difficulty in terms of diminishing time or anything else? Uh, something else would be maybe create patterns where it'd be like down, right, right, blank space, blank space or something. Or down, right, right, down, right, right, blank space, blank space. So where you are having to suss, suss out the pattern and then recreate it on the fly with a timer kind of barking at you, hmm, not just finding the, the missing symbol, but I like the, I like the missing symbol gameplay. So mix that in there too. Maybe you know even a rhythm element where some rooms are either flashing or um, have a, a sound obviously. And then you have to hit the rune in time with the beat, mm, have those be random be rooms because you're going through room you could conceivably go through rooms mm -hmm. and have different experiences pretty quickly. In that like is this a good idea. Dungeon. That is a good idea. I like that. Um, what about I you? Encountered, I encountered a couple, uh, I don't know what you call them, puzzles, uh, runes laid out for me that were only two uh, directions. And so I just... Mm press one of the directions that wasn't there and it would bam, bam, wouldn't be it. So I'd try the other one and then it let me go. I also encountered mm. a section where I was extraordinarily sure that I pressed the correct rune that was not present and it, you know, shook his head at me and uh, I had to 
press a rune that was a mistake in order to move on. So there are a couple bugs in there uh, that I might also suggest to look into. But again, I was playing it for 20 minutes straight. I was waiting for a guy to mix some paint for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Aside from that, um, I really enjoyed my experience with it and sincerely hope that it is further developed. It's a cool game. Uh, another idea is there are a lot of games that where they'll do a QTE, like a quick time event where you push, you match the pattern. So you could mm-hmm. push down, right, right up the, as quick as possible to get through that, that mm-hmm. room. Is it a, I think eight numbers or eight directions is a good length. Yeah, it's like long enough. Great. You can't just know it instantly, but yep. it's not so long that pushing eight directions would take all day. And I, I guess you could have the A and B buttons in there as well. If you're doing that kind of thing. So Throw anyway, there, in there. Throw some cranking in. Undocking. It's a cool idea. There's a lot you could do. So I hope I hope this gets fleshed out. Obviously. Well, if if he throws in the A and B buttons, then it would have to be called a baba baba, right? A baba baba. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be a surprise. That'll be the hidden extra letter on the title. All right. Well, Ababa. that's going to be my last dad joke for the indie games of the week. Why don't we move on to season games of the week? Yes, week eleven. Can you believe it? Week eleven. One week left. That is bonkers. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Forest Burns Up in Smoke. Let's see if I can read this one paragraph without making a mistake for the first time in the show. Join Forest Bar... Dang it, already. (laughs) (laughs) Not Forest Buyers. Join Forest Burns to fight a malignant blaze threatening our sumptuous woodlands. Can you save the wayward campers? Will you see the danger that stalks the forest? Only you can help Forest stop this shameful waste. So this was developed by Nels Anderson with uh, graphics by Cast Pixel and sound by a shell in the pit, which are oh my god! Look at that shrink wrap graphic on there. Yeah, for the isn't that amazing? Page. Oh, that's beautiful. That's love awesome. that. Yeah. Love that. Although it says used, oh, well, I like that. They, I guess that somebody <laughs> There's just a couple didn't sale prices tape. on there. Somebody didn't change the tape in the gun. They put a used sticker on it. Obviously, shrink wrap new game. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the art's awesome. the art's fantastic. Well. What, what do you guys think, Nick? Drive the bus. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so this is this game is basically a platformer, and uh, you're running through one of several different randomly selected uh, levels, and there are randomly selected um, things for you to pick up uh, items. So there are these little badges that you can pick up, and you can rescue children, and you can get puzzle pieces, the most important currency in this world, uh, more important than children or badges, <laughs> are puzzle pieces. So the the, the puzzle, <laughs> the children uh, do nothing for you, <clears throat> and the badges, <laughs> if you collect enough of them over the course of multiple runs, then you get an extra life. Uh, this must have but, been made by a parent. <laughs> the <laughs> the puzzle pieces, uh, each puzzle piece corresponds to one quarter of these beautiful posters and uh they're beautiful and funny i would say uh so this game really did not grab me on initial play i was confused by some of the graphics i didn't have my glasses on so (laughs) my glasses (laughs) that may have been a factor but i was too busy yelling at children on my lawn <laughs> was i was um and sorry, playing in total darkness but other than that <laughs> it sounds like you gave this game a heck of a shot <laughs> a Nick. real oh, chance Nick. anyway so i i set it down after that initial playthrough and i was like whoa this is this was a rough game and that then i came too back dark to and it. blurry for me <laughs> it sure was <laughs> So I came back to it, and guess what? I put on my glasses, and I turned a light on, and it was a lot and easier got, to play. And get the kids off your lawn. Fantastic. You. Uh, so um, I played this game until I revealed all of the posters. Um, I don't know if there's any reward for collecting or freeing all of the children. Um there's different situations that you have to free the children from. Somehow these children have managed to get themselves caught under rocks all over the place in this park as it's burning. 
uh, and you have a shovel, so you're kind of like Shovel Knight. Uh, you have a, a bounce that's kind of similar-ish to Shovel Knight slash Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales, but you only get one bounce at a time unless you keep hitting mm. a button. Okay. Uh, I, I heard that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> before you even vocalized it. So, um, and actually, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few other interactable elements within each run. So, there are uh, tall dead trees that you can knock down with your shovel, there's also wells that you can crank to get usually a badge, um, sometimes a delicious puzzle piece, though. And um, wait, what did you just say? What? You get puzzle pieces from wells? That's false. I, think so. I always Is get that a right? kid out of there. Yeah, same. Is you it get a kid? From the wells. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Kids. All right. Yeah, yeah it's not <laughs> well, a puzzle yeah. piece that follows you around. Come on, Nick. Put those glasses Whatever. on. Um. Anyway, I even with glasses, I would say that I still had a hard time differentiating between various elements within the environments. I don't oh. think that a platformer, a side-scrolling platformer, is really the strength of the playdate. Um. After playing this game and a few others. Um, I think single screen uh, games are much easier to visually parse. Um, so for me, uh, I I had some, some troubles playing this game, even though I was compelled to get all of the posters. Um, the posters were a great reward, though, and I really enjoyed uh, collecting those. So um, how about you guys, Ryan? Tell us, tell us about it. Uh, well, I had my glasses on and the lights yeah. turned on when I played wow. this. And so I think I enjoyed it a little more than you did. I guess we'll see when we come to our ranking. But um, I fancied this game. I also think that it has some really banging artwork. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it tops Spellcourt for the best artwork on season one, but it's pretty close. Um, lots of really... Um, uh, fun, approachable uh, character designs. Um, you mentioned the posters, which are fun to reveal. Um, I like the, uh, I, I think unlike Nick, I liked the gameplay and the movement and the side scrolling and the throwback to DuckTales that Nick mentioned. Um, yeah, I enjoyed all that. I like that there's this massive fire burning its way toward you that forces you to keep moving. You can't dilly dally around. You really have to, you know, be on your toes and, 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 and progress through the game, which makes some obstacles a real nice challenge. Like if you have to go up top and over and down and come back to find a, a you know, a, a boulder buried child or something, then, you know, you really have to move or else, uh, Sometimes you even rescue the child and the child gets swallowed <laughs> in the fire. Yeah. My my son really did not like that. He's you lost the kid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> not that important, which really made him upset. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I had a lot of fun with this. I like the pogo stick mechanic, uh, which makes absolutely no sense bouncing on a shovel, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Um I like the different things you can do with a shovel, meaning you can swing it. You can also dig up items with it. Uh, You can chop down trees with it. There's a surprising number of things you can do. And I also like the fact that they work the crank into a side-scrolling platformer. I know it's only occasionally, and I I think that's probably how it should be in a side-scrolling platformer. But when you get to those wells and, you know, crank up the kid... um, yeah, that was a fun little, uh, oop, I have to move my hand, you know, uh, type of thing um, to sort of like force you to stall a little bit. And it gives you a nice sense of um, anticipation as you know that fire is coming and you need to really, really move. Um, a, a couple things I wanted to mention. Um, I, well, while I felt like I could read the graphics just fine on this game, I did have some confusion about like, did I complete this game? You know, I, I filled mm-hmm. out all the posters just like Nick, but I guess that felt a little anticlimactic. So maybe there's more, or if there's not, then I would love more of a, a reward at the end of this whole thing. Um, I 
had another thing in my brain that flew out. So I'm going to see if I can retrieve that while Don talks about this game. <laughs> uh, we forgot to mention that uh, Nels Anderson was, uh, I think, the creative director on Firewatch, yeah. which was a Campo Santo game that Panic published. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they already had a relationship going. And Forrest Burns was sort of the mascot in that game, although I don't remember him. I don't that. either. Yeah. I, I finished Firewatch and I, I loved it, but uh, I don't Same. remember. So he, maybe he was just on booklets or something and i just breezed by it um but anyway i think i wish there was an extra mode where the fire wasn't coming at you and you could just kind of take your time because having the fire constantly pushing you in kind of a pac-man 256 fashion like the death screen chasing you down it wasn't super aggressive so you could kind of double back a little bit and grab a puzzle piece if you went past it but uh i would have liked to have explored the levels a little more and more often than not i would get to the end of a level and not have collected everything and not really understand what I missed or where mm-hmm. it was. So the graphics, they're they are nice, but they are complex enough where obviously collectibles are hidden and I didn't mm-hmm. even spot where they were. So that was a little frustrating. I, uh, I think that if they um, removed the fire, the, the chase element there, then it would reveal some of the seams of the game a little more mm-hmm. because I don't think there are that many different variations of level um so if you if you took that away it would you know just kind of lay bare the the actual design underlying it i i I understand why it's there i just i wouldn't mind a zen mode where i could kind of enjoy it a little more Mm -hmm. um i I lost my train of thought too did you find yours i did (laughs) i picked it up i left it on the ground here and it's in my hand now the other thing i wanted to mention was the fact that this platformer is shoots you into random levels like there's not a level Mm -hmm. one 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 two there's not a a sequential progression through this game, which weirded me out at first and really broke my brain because, you know, I would fail on the first level it put me into. And then it shoots me into this entirely different level. Like I'm used to retrying and remembering my mistakes from the past or the level that I just did and then correcting Mm -hmm. those because I'm doing it again. This game did not really give you the chance to do that until you cycle through however many levels there are. Uh, which at first I was not a fan of, but the more I played it, the more I enjoyed sort of the mystery of what's to come. Like you, it really keeps you on your toes in that sense. Um, Don, did you find it was the rogue legacy element? (laughs) I don't know what that means, but (laughs) oh, it's sort of, sort of a, not a roguelike element, but a sort of a a little bit of that, a little touch of that where you just don't know what the level is going to do next. I I actually appreciate that because the levels are so short. You're finishing levels in 30 seconds most of the time. So I actually have a final thought. Don, did you find your lost thought also? Or is it buried under the carpet somewhere? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm good. So one last thing I wanted to mention here is... Did you guys find hmm. the secret in this game? I didn't find the secret. I found my thought, though. <laughs> okay, let's hear that thought first. Uh, let's the, end the with thought the secret. Was, the thought was I had a really hard time with the controls, especially at first. The jumping did not feel responsive enough. And when I voiced that on the Playdate uh, squad discord, a lot of other people chimed in. And you usually don't see a lot of action in the weekly uh, sub channels. But uh, there was, I don't know, four or five people that were like, yeah, the jumping feels off. So I don't know what it was. Did you guys have the same problem? There, it's the the sprite uh, and how much space it it takes to display it versus okay. how much space it takes up as it's jumping, and where you where you, I, I'm not voicing that well, but where you intend to land is not where you actually land, like the box. Okay. So um, it there's one jump in particular in one type of stage that uh, is almost impossible if you're doing it the way it looks like it should be done. So you have to like run way out off the edge of off the, the tree before line, you jump. tree branch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. No tree branch necessarily, but there's okay. one jump that's like from way down to way up mm-hmm. and there's not a way to do it even pogoing. Uh, mm. You just have to, you have to time it just right or else you're going to die. Um, okay. Anyway. Okay. That was it, Ryan. Okay. Back to secret time. 
Did yeah. you guys figure out how to play not as Forrest Byrne, but the little girl? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So there is a way that you can play as a little girl, and instead of a giant forest fire chasing you, there's all these like weird monster anime characters chasing you instead. It's oh, really cool. interesting. It's it's basically the same game. You're you're going through the same levels, but you are a different character, and there is a different thing chasing you. Um, shall are, we... are there different posters? No, there are not different posters. The if you complete a level and you've completed posters, the posters still remain completed. It's not, uh, there's nothing else to do. It's just uh, basically a, a new character skin and a new forest fire skin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear how to do it, uh, look at the timestamps in the show notes and skip ahead to the next review. All right. Fast Answer? forward 30 seconds now. Oh, well, it'll be, there'll be a timestamp. Oh, okay. Well, or do that. So here it comes. Uh, Go to the credits of the game, and if you crank, you see more credits, and then the credits disappear. But there's still a sound happening from the play date, like letting you know that you're still cranking, even though it's on a blank screen. And then eventually, a photograph or a image of Forrest Byrne comes up and says some you know, big brotherish type message. He's watching you or I can't remember what. Anyway, it's like bingity bing, you know, does some little dance and then shoots you into a game with this new character and new chase skin. Uh, so I thought that was a fun little Easter yeah. egg to find. Um, yeah, I yeah. stopped uh, cranking in the credits right when oh, man. his face came up and then <laughs> <laughs> must have been an inch away from that. And that's great. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm, cool. Give it a try. All right. Should we rank this thing? Let's do it. Yep. All right. Uh, Nick, where do you have Forrest Burns in Up in Smoke? Is Up in Smoke? I would put this at number 17, right above Whitewater Wipeout. Ooh. Not ooh. <laughs> ooh. All good Very games. exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All True. Right. I, I always get. A little bit weepy eyed when I see how far down Whitewater Wipeout is for for Nick. Wait wait until we get to our postseason. <laughs> and we re- reorganize all these guys. You're gonna have to bring my box of tissues. Uh I've got number sixteen under Star Sled above zipper. Right on. Um and I tossed it up at number thirteen. I guess I like this the most out of any of us. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a quirky, fun platformer. I enjoyed it. Cool. Okay. That is fair enough. Should we get yeah. to let's see our last game? We reorganized the show notes here. Battleship Godios. Godios. Does that sound right? Godios. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is made by TPM CoSoft, and Battleship Godios is a game with a high level of difficulty and trial and error gameplay that makes retrying inevitable use the <laughs> limited number of bullets to break down battleships so what did you guys think about battleship gadios mm-hmm. ryan nick you want to go first oh Me? i mean Ooh. not ryan i don't, I don't care <laughs> i i can take it um right. so this game plays like gradius mixed with arkanoid um so the bullet that you have is like an arkanoid uh ball and you launch it at an angle. Uh, it's like you're playing Pong, but trying to destroy ships with that. Uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> you also have to catch the ball as it ricochets back, um, and then you can launch it again. So it's it's like you have the sticky uh, power-up on Arkanoid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can freely move anywhere on the screen. <clears throat> uh, there are a couple of gotchas. Uh, the first is that Generally speaking, each ship that you are attacking has a particular weak point. Um, so you have to find the gooey, delicious, nougaty center of each ship. Um, and sometimes you have to break away <laughs> some of the outer armor in order to find it. Um, yeah. Sometimes you're like in the, the very first stage, you're thrust right into uh, the face of one of those things and you can release a, a ball and it will destroy the thing. Um, but those ships 
are attacking you at the same time that you're trying to determine where the uh the the delicious weak spot is and um it makes it very very challenging to find that tiny little ball especially in stage one uh and be able to knock out the enemies and knock them out you shall or you must i should say because uh if you don't you cannot progress it counts as a failure if you just manage to stay alive you have to destroy everything um so this game very very challenging i found uh i was able to progress to stage three but then was not able to get any further um I tried many, many times uh, and had a very hard time seeing much of anything on uh, on this game. We talked about uh, Forest Burns and how the um, kind of all the graphics, uh, I was saying how all the graphics kind of work together to, to be very pleasing, but um, it does make it very visually confusing for me. Uh, and this even more so, even though the backgrounds are extremely simple you know mostly white space um hmm. but all of the uh weapons Indeed. fire fr- from <laughs> from the enemies and the movement of the enemies and the things that you're tasked with focusing on made it extremely extremely difficult for me um you get more than one shot as soon as you finish the first stage and i found that you know a nice reward um I do think if they gave you two in the first stage, it would probably be a little <laughs> better, but uh, that's just me. Uh, so for me, I think this one would be improved if there was a way to continue where you left off, or uh, I don't know how many stages there are. Maybe there's only like five stages, um, but whatever the case is, uh, it's real hard. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Yes, I agree with your point that it's real hard. <laughs> this is a very <laughs> challenging game and, you know, I I I try to uh, you know, make the most out of the games that I play on this and have, you know, got some decent scores. This one wiped the floor with me. I mm-hmm. played a lot, even just to get past stage 3, and then I did manage to get to stage 5 one time. But I feel like, man, I was really uh, having the game of my life. I will give you a brief actually, Nick. Uh, the Yay. stages do not have to be fully completed. You do not have to defeat every single ship. But I believe what you have to do is defeat the last ship on the uh, level. Okay. So um, I think it was level three or four where I I was able to let a ship or two go. Mm-hmm. Um and still complete the level, still move on. So I think it is That's that good last level. Um, I, yeah, I, I think this is real hard. The angular <laughs> shot that you have to take with the ship is one of those break my brain type of things. It felt so <laughs> yeah. strange to me. And the fact that you have to retrieve your shots is also a, a difficult thing to do on occasion. I understand that there are um, power-ups that you can get in order to grab them if they are moving in front of you. Uh, So that's helpful. There's also power-ups that allow you to add more shots to your arsenal, meaning instead of just one little ball to shoot out, you get three or five or maybe more sometimes. Um, So there are opportunities to help your gameplay. And that was how I finally completed level four? Is it four? Um, There's basically a ship up top where you have to break some bricks in it and then, uh, you know, defeat its gooey center, as as Nick told you about. And when you do, it gives you a power-up. But this power-up is, like, lodged in the ship and you kind of have to, like, dip down and dip back up while that other ship is moving. And Mm -hmm. it is nigh impossible to grab that thing. I eventually did, but... If you can get that, then it really helps defeat that final ship because then you can just really pummel the ship's center once you have all those extra shots. So um, 
I don't know. It's it's a real challenging one. What did you think, Don? Well, that extra power up, the one you're specifically talking about, whenever I would collect it, it would bring up the freeze frame where it wanted me to rewind the gameplay. I don't even know if we even mentioned that you can rewind it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so I don't is know. a really interesting feature. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, but I, it was kind of ticking me off because I kept going out of my way to grab that power up and then the game would freeze. Like, like I died, but I was just touching the power up. So I didn't know if it was a bug or you some probably weird power touched- up or something. You probably just grazed the ship, right? No, every single time, though. Hmm. Like, I, I know not to touch the ship, and every single time I touched the power-up, it would freeze. So I thought maybe huh. this is some, like, super nuke or hmm. slow-mo. Like, I I, I thought it maybe it was a different type of move or something. It, I don't know. Is that oh. stage four? Is that a vertical stage? No, no, no. it's horizontal. No. Oh, okay. All the way through five, at least, is horizontal. There is yeah. a thing in stage three or four, Don, where, okay, so I want to rewind a little bit. Instead of lives, it Mm -hmm. gives you rewinds, which I think is really interesting. So when you crash your ship, it doesn't throw you back to the beginning. It sort of pauses and you use the crank to sort of rewind time and you get to decide where you rewind time to and then restart there. Uh, So I thought that was actually a really interesting mechanic, like rewinds in lieu of lives. But Don, getting to your point, I'm wondering if you're talking about states three or four where there was a power up that gives you a rewind, even though you did not die, but it's located sort of like on the bottom floor of yeah. either three or four. Is that what you're talking about? I, I think it's, it might be stage three. It is near the bottom. But why does it make you use the rewind right away? Like it always paused for a rewind, but I don't want to rewind because I just collected the power up. I just want to go back up and shoot. Yeah, well, that power up is a rewind. So if you don't want a rewind, then do not grab that power up. But why would you ever use a rewind? Because if you shot all your to use it, oh, if, if you, you have shot no all your balls out, yep, no then you can go oh, back okay. in time and grab them. Yep, that makes a lot more sense. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, okay, so the first time I played, I used my bullet up and did not catch it. Was like, what the hell is this game? This is trash. I don't understand this. <laughs> but it didn't take me long to figure out. Oh, you're supposed to catch your bullet, yeah. and then I really loved it. Um, I wanted to ask Nick especially. Did you ever play Blastworks? Can you see this, Nick? Blastworks no, for I, the Wii. I have not. So this is a similar type of game, but the bosses are basically what you're making in Blastworks. It's a side-scrolling shooter, but you're you keep collecting parts of other ships, and you become this giant wad of junk, just shooting bullets everywhere <laughs> as you're floating forward. Really, really fun game on the uh, Wii, but all the boss ships look like that. And I was immediately the first time I played, I was like, "Oh, this is Blastworks," but it reverse Blastworks or something. <laughs> That's um, cool. Anyway, I really liked the premise of this. I liked the shooting downward at an angle. I like the ricocheting bullets. I like catching the bullets. I love the rewind, hmm. but I hate the ceiling. If they got rid of the ceiling, I think that would add legs to the game because the ceiling, um, you know, creates bottlenecks, I guess goes up and down. It really makes you have to dodge scenery as well as missiles and mm-hmm. other really blocky ships that are coming towards you, which is all, those are all kind of tropes of a shoot 'em up or a size one shooter, but this is such a small screen. I just, it made it way too hard. I think just omitting the ceiling maybe would have given it the extra legs. I had a really hard time too. I, I think I made it to, to level four a few times, but I don't think I ever passed level four. And so, that those ships are so aggressive. They're really coming at you. But I do remember, like Ryan said, I did let one ship go past me you're able to get kind of over the top and it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. So Don, you said you wish they did away with the ceiling. Is that because you wish there was more vertical space for your ship yeah. to travel or yes. because you're okay. Cause it was too, you... too claustrophobic, too contained. Okay. I ask only because you cannot die from running into the ground or the ceiling. Which oh, I thought was interesting. What? <laughs> I, I was always trying I didn't not know to that. touch it. So you can you can run right into the ground and oh, ceiling. Okay. You cannot run into ships or their projectiles, oh but you gosh. can bonk your okay. way around the right. top and bottom of these levels. That okay, changes well, a lot. Yeah, I'll give it another go then. I was so paranoid about hitting the I ceiling. Was too. <laughs> okay. Every one of my deaths was from a ship. Yeah. I would same. just run out of room and get squeezed into a corner mm-hmm. and 
Oh well, okay. I didn't I didn't yeah. shoot it, so I guess I'm dead now. I'm start so start hugging that ceiling. Uh, scarred by Gradius, I guess. That's, <laughs> yeah, that was like know. the That's one gimme that this game gave you. Okay. Like it's okay. so it's hard otherwise. One. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And there's also like the uh, I guess the Arkanoid paddle that you get that floats yeah. in front of you. Yeah. That I, there was one game where I was using that to a really good advantage, like really bouncing it back and forth. And I think it, you can use it to collect the, the shots too yep. in some fashion. But then the rest of the time, I didn't understand how it worked. So I don't know why it clicked once and then stopped clicking for me. The rest of the time, I almost ignored it. Like the first time I used it, I it really clicked. I was like hitting, I was collecting the shots. And I was moving my ship ah. back and forth. So I would move the, uh, the barrier back and forth to collect the shots. And then after that, I just would forget it was there every time I played mm, okay. or just... So maybe I'm not taking advantage of that and need to wrap my head around that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of cool tough. little gameplay elements here. And the game it's so hard that your my my gameplay time was so short, I didn't feel like I got to explore the different elements mm-hmm. fully. Like, it, there's no slow ramp up into difficulty. It's just <laughs> a, a wall, basically. I mean, the first, wall, the first yeah. level is pretty easy. But then after that, it's, it gets challenging right away. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said right there. There's a lot of interesting gameplay elements. I think what gives me the size on this game is not being able to see more of it. Like, I want to see more of it. I enjoy it. But mm-hmm. gosh darn, is it ever hard. And like, if we could make it to, I don't know, like, like give us a, give us something to shoot for. Like maybe after every four levels, you get a password and then you can start from there or something. But like starting all over from level one to see level five, I, I probably played two, three, four, five dozen games in order to get to level five. It was a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> let, let me ask you guys this question because you're making me feel like I'm really losing my eyesight here. Uh, <laughs> Did you have any trouble seeing your own projectiles? No. A little bit. It's a pretty small right. projectile. Thank oh. you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I think this this is one of the best looking games in a way in gameplay perspective because there's no background. Yeah. I thought it was really really clear, I, but I've I agree with that, I but I Yeah, I've I've got some kind of problem, I guess, <laughs> cuz I could not see my own projectiles no matter what. Um, You'd run that peach truck up to Virginia. Get you yeah. some vitamin C or whatever. Have them uh, play the game for me, I suppose. Oh. But uh, anyway. Yeah, Nick, when you mentioned at the start that this was, I forget what you said exactly, but unclear graphics. And I heard Don with a, uh, a questioning, hmm. I, I've got a side with Don. I think the graphics are pretty clear. It's, I mean, it's hard to get more clear than black on white. It's a completely white background I, and you've got your ship there, but I will give you the fact that that yeah. projectile of yours is awfully small. It's uh, like four pixels. So yep, literally, uh, uh but four plate eight pixels. Those are tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Uh, so that's the main qualm I have with the, uh, with the graphics. Because you want big head mode. I want uh, big bullet mode. Yeah. Big bullet mode, yeah. Give give me some kind of aura around the bullet or something so I can see it. I don't know. Hmm. Well, let's uh, see how... Well, I was going to say a password. Gonna... You brought up something at the very end. A password system would be nice on this one. Yeah. yeah. You put in a password, get to level... Justin Bailey, you get level five right away. All right. Well, sans password and big bullets, let's see how we rank this thing. All right. Nick, you want to go first? Uh, sure. I will put this at number 17, right under Forest Burns and above Whitewater Wipeout. Uh, keep pushing that Whitewater down. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was number 18. No. Um, I'm about to also push Whitewater down. Right under Boogie Loops is... Jiminy um, Christmas. Chew High is never going to listen to our show again. Um, let's see. I'm going to put... Godios at number 15 under zipper above boogie loops. Did you even mention that Whitewater got an update and you got the first quad or whatever? I, no. First I on record not... quad, Ryan? Uh, quintuple. <clears throat> Excuse Quint, me. Quint. Uh, but... Sorry. Anyway, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, so Whitewater Wipeout got a, an update and it is now possible to get quintuple twists in the air. Uh, and I actually managed to get one. So that was pretty exciting. 
I was so excited when I was recording. I forgot I was recording and released a gigantic oh at the end of the video so you can audibly take part in that and hear how excited I really was. <laughs> I need so to anyway. add that as one of those speech bubbles. Right. Oh. <laughs> All right, so now I have a second speech balloon, and Don has a second speech balloon by saying, uh, actually. <laughs> actually. Uh, Ryan, did you rank this thing? I did. I just uh, ranked it as number 15, under zipper, oh. above boogie loops. Right. Don's episodic blackout, not knowing if we ranked them or not. I am sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm too busy waiting to talk instead of listening. Right? <laughs> Lousy Americans. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Is there anything else we have left to say? That's nope. it. Let's wrap it up. So this Let's can be an hour up. long episode. Well, we started late. That's we were true. trying to record That's... Nick singing, and so we hit record. But uh, <laughs> thank you for for listening. You can always check us out playdatepodcast.com. All of our socials are in the show notes, and uh, stop by Discord. And we might as well put a plea out for iTunes reviews, right? That's a thing podcasts do. We've never done that. Yeah, that's true. On any of our subsequent podcasts in the past. <laughs> Yeah, that's 10 true. years <laughs> but uh yeah why not that helps uh, anyway. us get all those podcasting dollars yeah we're gonna get rich <laughs> be able to buy all these four dollar play date games so thank you so much and we will catch you next week for the last season release scheduled games whoa my goodness <sighs> wrap up bye guys good night thanks everybody bye